You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. Jesus said, it is impossible that no offenses should come. One of the things you want to write down is that the opportunity to be offended will not cease. The opportunity to be trapped, to stumble, will not cease. You just don't want to be the one who causes someone to stumble. Again, that word offenses is the Greek word scandalon, scandalon or scandalon from which we get the English word scandalized. That's why people who are offended, they become scandalous, trifling, scandals. And it refers to the trigger of the trap or the part of the trap that ensnares or it entraps its prey. Now, let me say this. Notice he said it is impossible that no offenses will come. And here's one of the things. Um, and now all this coincides with our theme, going back to Revelation, dealing with the church of Ephesus of returning to our first love. And one of the things I mentioned that one thing that could cause people to fall away from God is offenses. But here's something we, 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 I want to shed light on today. Um, oftentimes when we come into the body of Christ, we're already offended. Being that, notice that word, it means to be trapped. So you can be offended as an unbeliever. Now watch this. Now when I get off, my vision now is obscured. Because it is seeing wrong that causes me to receive offense. Because of my perception, how I view things. Now just follow me for a second. Now, you remember last week I said it wasn't your childhood. It was your perception of your childhood. It was your perception of the uh the person who took advantage of you, not excusing anyone's actions, but it, he was the one that was perverted. She was the one that was perverted. But if I receive it wrong, if, or if I perceive it wrong, then, then I can be the one that's trapped. Are you with me? So when I come into the body of Christ, depending what has entrapped me, you can sit up under a preacher and hear this word and still be offended. Because here's the thing, when you, and you've heard me say this numerous times, when you receive Jesus, your spirit becomes alive to God. Your mind does not get saved. Your mind has to be renewed. That explains, and I'm going to show you here, see, as a matter of fact, we were born into darkness, sin. When Paul was defending his apostleship in, in 2 Corinthians around uh, chapter 4, he was letting people know, listen, what we give you is not what these false apostles are doing. I, no, I'm the real apostle. I'm sent by God. You are my proof of ministry. What we give you is plain and simple. We're not trying to hide anything. Then he goes to say, it, 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 if it is hidden, it's, it's, it's to those, hidden to those who are perishing. Then he goes to say, the God of this world. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to go to it. Two or three. Have blinded the eyes. Okay, and I'm going to show you something because we can come in, listen, and you, and you can really love the Lord, but if I don't deal, that's why it's renewing that mind is so important because, oh boy, I'm jumping ahead of myself. What happens, well, let me take my time, let me take my time, but even if our gospel is veiled, it's veiled to those who are perishing, whose mind, the God of what? This age has blinded who do not believe, do y'all see this? Lest the light of the gospel of Christ, the glory of Christ who is the image of God should shine on them. 
So there are different things that happens throughout our lives that offends us. That's why when we receive Jesus, I need to immediately for the well, I need to begin immediately the process of renewing my mind, but that will not cease until you get your new body glorified. Why? Because this body has been tainted with the sin nature. So you, you, you can, that's why that explains you can be saved and still have perverted thoughts. Are you with me? This will, and, and as we go throughout this message, this will explain, well, why I keep doing that? Your mind hasn't been renewed. And I gave you, oh boy, this is serious. And what's happening, if, if I don't renew my mind, I'm just laying information. What happens is new information, it just sits on top of old information. And so you got a lot of people, so some more, who are dealing or operating with outdated beliefs, ideologies. Are you with me? So what happens, we come in the body of Christ for some, and here's another word for it, with strongholds. Mental blocks, fortresses. So, and I say this all the time, I never get it personal when you get upset at me when I teach on money or whatever. Because I know that there are those, you're not mad at me per se, you're just offended based upon what you've heard. So when I teach on whatever, if it's something that goes against your belief, you get offended, not necessarily at me, but because you've been taught some erroneous nonsense. Hmm. I could talk on marriage to some of the men who was raised by somebody with a primitive mindset that a woman is to be a doormat and you say go and she say and she say, you know, okay, and you say jump. She says how high? And we start teaching this based upon the word with balance, and you get upset at me. But it's not so much at me, but but you was raised with men who were dominating, uh, were very domineering over women and felt like women didn't have a say-so. And I break this money. I don't have to consider her, consider anything. So you get upset at me, offended. But it's mindsets that you haven't dealt with. Boy, this is good. I'm going to go slow because I want you to see me because I'm clean today. It ain't about me. It's about Jesus. See, somebody got offended at that. Keep it on Jesus, Rev. We, uh, okay, I'm going to keep it on Jesus. For the person who just got offended at that. Are you here? So, so, so people come already trapped. Listen to this in their thinking. So you were receptive to receiving Christ. But my mind, and since it's not being constantly renewed, I sit and fight with what I'm hearing. That's why you can't be successful at this coming once a week. Twice a week. You have to hear this every day. You have to get in this like you do social media and Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and all that other stuff. You have to be more engaged in this word like you do some of the other things that keeps you perpetually revolving around this crazy thinking for some. Boy, this is good. Can I say something? So, so because of how we view things, we're blinded by pride. Pride makes everything about self. Boy, this is good. Now, I showed you in Matthew 6, 22 and 23, if you want to go there. Watch this. The lamp of the body is the... Now, in this passage, part of Jesus' ministry, you know I just mentioned money a few minutes ago. He's dealing in the area of money in this part of his message. This is the Sermon on the Mount. 
but there's the principles here, and, and he's saying something here. One thing he's saying is that, you know, the, the person whose perception is off, you know, concerning money, you know, that affects them morally. But beyond that, he gives us something that we can live by telling us that when your perception is bad, when the eye is bad, the whole body is full of darkness. Let's look at this. The lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be what? Thy word is a lamp. So if I want unto my feet and light into my path. So if, if, if I want my perception to be right, if I want my body to be full of light, I need to be someone who's a student of this word, whereby I can allow the God's word to be a guide and light, a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. Well, if it's dark, guess what? You're going to bump it. You're going to stumble all over it. And that's why people stumble. Why? Because they are, they have been blinded. Now watch this. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be what? Full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in your is, is in your darkness, how great is that darkness? Do y'all see this? Now, I want to show you something. Notice last week I gave you some examples of a person uh, uh, whose heart might be, you know, tainted. I want to show you something in, in Proverbs 6. Let me get that. Proverbs 6, verses 16 through 19, the Amplified Version. I want to show you something, and, and I'm going here because I want to show you when that eye is bad and you become very prideful. You, you ever heard God don't like ugly? Anybody ever heard that? Now, of course, he's given some characteristics of one who is slothful, but he, 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 he shows us that these are some characteristics that God hates. Now, there are more than these. He's just named seven here. So for those of you who say, I don't see mine up there, doesn't mean that you are, you, you, you are excused. Okay? Because it's always one that, oh, I'm good. Okay. Mm. It, it never ceases to me. It's always that one. The rest of us, boy, it's always that one, though. I mean, this, this never done anything wrong. I mean, just they, they, they should just ask the Lord to go on and just let them be caught up. <laughs> These six things... Can y'all read this out loud because I want it to get in your spirit. These six things the Lord hates, and these seven are an abomination to him. A proud look. It, it, now listen, the Amplified is telling you what these, what these are. The spirit that makes one what? Overestimate himself. That's called pride. And watch this. Sometimes we can come, and, and it's not always intentional, but we're prideful when we receive Jesus. What do you mean? We're holding on to those beliefs ideologies that mama and them taught me, and it may not always be bad, but doesn't mean it's always good. Well, how do I judge it, Pastor? You weigh it against the word. We've seen this in Romans 12 and 2. Be ye transformed, what? By the constant renewal of your mind. That's the only way transformation come, whereby you may prove. See? What is that good and perfect and acceptable will of God? A proud look. I would write these down. The spirit that makes one over s and see when you when you prophet you really over it's everybody else's. We talking about the offended person now. Fault a lying tongue. Notice scandal. One who slanders, gossips, a lying tongue. Hands that what shed innocent blood. What what pastor? You know what happens? There are these uh, short lived moments of sobriety. 
The reason being, you were excited when you first received Jesus, and you know, and you, you was enjoying this. But guess what happened? Because I wasn't constantly renewing my mind, those old beliefs began to resurface. So guess what? You relapse. You back doing that same foolishness you did. Mind you, still saved. Just mind not renewed. That explains why, listen, we are supposed to be, or we are sanctified, which means we're supposed to be set apart. This explains your friend them, because here go a prime example. You say, she say, you go to worship, she goes, but she still do, nothing's changed about her. Still doing the same old things that are inconsistent with the word. What's the difference? You are constantly renewing your mind, whereas she is comfortable with the way things are. Did you know, this is why you got to be serious about it. Did you know when you have become comfortable with doing something and you try to bring about change that your brain actually goes into protective mode? Saying, wait a minute, uh uh-uh, I like doing that. What you doing? Okay, y'all looking at me like. So it actually fights the change. What, What verse are we on? A heart that what? We're talking about heart. See, notice. We come into the body of Christ with heart issues. Spirit man, good. Spirit man, straight. It's that heart, the seat of man's emotions, affections, will, mind, intellect. Are you here? Feet that are swift to run, do anything. A fault witness who what? Breathes out lies, even under an oath. And he who sows discord, this is a good example of someone whose vision is off. Someone who has become prideful as a result of the wrong perception. Now, I wanted to show you that is because it is Satan's job to keep you forever offended, living in a state of offense. And let me say this, any occasion can be used to offend you. Are y'all here today? Listen, and this is throughout Christendom. We got a lot of people who are saved, but messed up psychologically. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. That's why they have raised hands here and curse you out there in the parking lot. That's see them, them issues, man. Then every time I tell Pastor too, tell him to come out here. I say it again. But see, you know that's that's. Are you here? And we play. Watch this. And we play with who we're allowed to get into our spirit, and 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 not and and we take it for granted. Guarding our hearts, for out of it flows the issues of life. Or that's where the source of life begins. And people play with allowing themselves to dwell in environments that are affecting you in a negative way. Hmm. Are you here? I wanted you to see this because one way the enemy keeps that person in an offended state is to keep that offense hidden. Notice that this person right here in verse six or uh, sixteen. The prideful person overestimates himself or herself. I'm right. That's why sometimes people, and they, that's why someone won't forgive or their whole bitterness because they feel justified in the, in the, what is that scripture that says you can hold it? Even if you felt like you were wrong or even if you were done wrong, there's the, you, are, you are told to forgive. But you know why people don't forgive? Because they feel like you don't know how it hurt. But, but that me, that me, that me, that me, that me, that me. That's about how they sound. We can't understand what they're saying. And see, write this down. Pride would keep you from admitting your true condition. Yeah, that's pride. People who are hooked on various substances, and I mean, and the whole world knows, a blind man can see. You know what keeps them from admitting it? Pride. 
I don't have a problem. Man, you haven't been to work in three weeks because of this situation. I don't have a problem. Man, you've literally lost your home because of this situation. I don't have a problem. Dude, look at your body. It's, it's in a state of decay. I don't have a problem. They'll be laying up in the casket. I don't have a problem. Well, at least that's how they look from the way their body twisted and tortured in the casket. Like, <laughs> write this down. Pride will mask the true condition of your heart. Listen, if you want to really love the, God, love the Lord with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, I got to deal with those heart issues. And listen to this. We've seen in Psalms that those who love thy law, love the word of God, will never be offended. Matter of fact, that person lives in a state of peace. And if you really love doing what God said, you would do what he says. And if you really want to honor him, I forgive. I let it go. I do whatever. Pride will mask the true condition of your heart. Matter of fact, it keeps you from dealing with the truth. And guess what? It distorts your vision. Pride. Are you here? And here's the thing. Watch this. You will never change as long as you think you're right. You will never change. And the prideful person think he or she is always right. If you think everything is fine, guess what? You're not going to change. Pride hardens your heart and it dims the eyes of your understanding. Notice what I just said. Pride hardens your heart. Pride hardens your heart. What did I just say? Pride, and, and I'm about to show you this. Pride hardens your heart and dims the eyes of your understanding, and it keeps you from having a change of heart. Pride does what? It does what? Here go a nugget. This is just a nugget for your learning. Boy, this is... Y'all talking about bless me or bless, who y'all blessing? I just heard somebody say, bless you. Uh, listen, pride causes you to... Man, you need to get this right here. Pride causes you to view yourself as a victim. This goes back to what I said earlier. So you begin to justify your behavior. You justify your bitterness. Why? Because I was, I, I'm the victim. You justify your unforgiveness. You, well, you don't know how bad it hurt. You justify your resentment and anger. They talk to everybody but me. Are y'all here? Boy, what's wrong with y'all today? Y'all normally live, hype, crunk. Don't stay out late last night. It's okay. I'm glad you're here. Come, sleep, whatever, as long as you are here, and I'm going to talk about you, if I see you after service and you're bouncing around like you own something, you need to be bouncing around now, watch this, so pride will cause you to view yourself, at, that's something, that, that was a nugget, it caused you to view yourself as a victim, and guess what, you know, we begin to blame others, and we defend our position, all because my perception was off, let me say, how do I align my perception? With the word of God. Y'all missed that. If my perception is off, Brother Wilson, how do I align it? With the word of God. If my judgment is clouded, how can I get it focused? With. Can we say it all out loud? How do I get it aligned? With. I just heard the front row. I want to hear everybody back there. How do I get it? Now all the mad people say it. Okay. Can I say something? Watch this. L listen to this. D d here go another nugget. When you are offended, we're not even really seeing the real you. The imposter is in the driver's seat. Yeah. Man, when you are offended, you are not yourself. 
That's why those of us, if you ever been offended, when you come out, you be like, where I been? It's 2017. What happened in 2016? Who was she? Who was he? Because it's not you. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.